Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I am joined, uh, as always, by no one at all. I'm serious. Do you hear anybody else right now? You don't. They're not here. Dooley's not here. BWK is not here. I'm all alone. Now, you might be thinking, what the hell are you going to do on a Top 5 of Death podcast by yourself? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Nothing. I'm going to let everything work out on its own. No, this is what really happened, everybody. Um, It's been the holidays. It's been Christmas. It's been New Year's. uh, A lot has been going on in everyone's lives, and we just could not, for our life's sake, get together and record an episode. Now, here we are, two weeks out since our last episode, and we can't get together. We just don't know what to do. We have no idea what to do. So I came up with this idea. I said, hey, I'm going to compile a clip show. Why not, right? It's our 20, well, I mean, technically speaking, it's our 25th episode. It's the end of the year. And we've had a lot of, you know, funny things happen on the show. And, you know, I don't want to go another week or two without putting an episode out. So uh, this is what it is. It's the top five of death, uh, end of the year clip show. I wish I had someone to clap with me, but I don't. So it's a single clap. It's a lonely clap. It's not bad, though. Um, so first off, I'm just going to thank everyone again for supporting the show the way you have. Uh, it's doing pretty good. A um, a lot of people listen to it. You guys tell your friends and even more people listen to it. So if you want to participate in the show, here are a few ways to do it. I know th- I know there's nothing there's going to be nothing to vote on this week, but if this is your first show ever, which it might be because if you're going to check out the show, you'll say, "Hey, a clip show. I'll get a good grasp of what the show is about with this one episode." This is how the show works. Every week there is a topic, and each host, usually 3, uh, provides a top list a top list of that topic. Then the list go up on our Facebook page at facebook.com/top5ofdeath and you can vote on which list you agree with the most. So um, then there's a winner. In the following week, the winner comes on the show and writes a, a short story or a death about how the other two hosts die. So that's the concept of the show. So our first clip that I'm going to play for you guys is actually the first death ever in the top five of death. It was uh, from episode two, obviously, because we couldn't write one for the first one. And I was the first winner, which was awesome because it's my little uh, pet project here. So I wrote the first death, which I was hoping to do because I wanted to kind of set the bar or give the example about how the death should be uh, playing out. And it worked out great. Everyone was right on board afterwards. So um, without further ado, here's our first clip. This is the first death ever in the top five of death show or podcast. So here it is. Who wants to die first, BWK or Dooley? I guess I'll, uh, I'll take go, the plunge. We're going to go with the Dooley death. I, I can't bear to see you die. <laughs> this is so sad. Okay, so this is how you die, Dooley. <sighs> at your most recent birthday party, you get a little too drunk with your family around. At the cutting of the cake, you accidentally swear in front of your entire family. Your father, embarrassed, uh, embarrassed by your potty mouth, Gives you a swift dis dislip. That was a uh, that was a technical malfunction. I didn't actually say the word wrong. 
that was an actual that was an actual it that was a problem goof. with the tape yeah um <laughs> <was a> tape. <laughs> that's right so we're, we're doing just, this on tape on cassette <laughs> so your uh your dad your father uh gives you a, a quick slap to the back of the head to um to punish you for for cursing in front of your entire family mm-hmm. what's wrong with you he says <laughs> and before you can even answer you receive an even stronger slap in the back of the head and then you turn around and it's your uncle <laughs> <laughs> One upping my father. <laughs> uh, so, worried that he's been yet again one up by your uncle, <laughs> your father slaps you across the face. You are in shock and don't know what to do. Before you can even react, you are, before you can even react, you are closed fist punched in the face <laughs> by your father. Once again, your uncle has. <laughs> once again, your your uncle has one up your 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 father. Uh, so your father has had enough. Always being second banana, he decides to up the ante. He picks up an empty beer bottle and smashes it into your <laughs> oh my face. God. Not to be outdone, though, your okay. uncle picks up Page the two. dining room chair <laughs> and breaks it over your back. Your father can no longer take it and knows he has to end your life in order to once and for all beat your uncle. He picks up the knife he used to cut the cake grabs you from behind, whispers in your ear, I love you, son, <laughs> and drags the knife, the knife across your throat, cutting you from ear to ear. And as you begin to bleed out, and before you take your last breath, your uncle runs over and snaps your neck, killing you instantly, <laughs> thus retaining his role as one-upping your dad in your final moments. Wow. So that's how you died. Jesus. That's, a rough, that's rough. Sorry, Bell. <laughs> I'm very, very sorry. Not looking forward to my 26th birthday at all. <laughs> nope. Just got to clean up my mouth. All right. I'm all not right. looking forward to how I died. Oh, no, I'm not looking forward to that. Now, BWK, on the other hand. Oh, God. This is, this is how you die. For old time's sake, you and your brothers decide to play three ninjas yet again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you reprise your role as Tum Tum. You put on a karate gi, only to realize you are without your iconic bag of candy. Now that you are older... You take it upon yourself to go out and buy some candy. You drive to the local convenience store, still in full tum-tum garb, (laughs) and walk in only to realize you stumbled into a robbery in progress. You try to leave, but after years of being picked on as tum-tum, you decide that you are tired tired of being considered the joke of the ninja trio. (laughs) That makes sense. You determine that stopping this robbery will earn you the the respect tum-tum deserves. You turn around and walk toward the robber who has the clerk at gunpoint. Hey, karate kid, fuck off, says the gunman. <laughs> what a misinformed gunman. But this only angers you further to be confused for Daniel's son when the mushroom <laughs> when the mushroom cut wig you are wearing is a dead giveaway that you are in fact Tum Tum. <laughs> Obvi- uh, now you walk with conviction toward the robber who now has the gun aimed at you. You get close enough to strike and, pro- and proclaim, let's light him up. Oh, you try to punch him in the balls, but before you can <laughs> drop down, the gunman puts the gun to your head and, and ends Tum Tum's valiant effort. <laughs> Man, I am so comedically clever and funny, I can't even contain it. How I'm not on SNL yet is a pure shock to myself. Um, but seriously, that was the first death. It was awesome. Well, <laughs> I thought it was awesome because I wrote it, and I love every single thing that I do. Um, so if you've listened to the show for a while, 
you know that there are um, you know running jokes on the show, which I think are great because that was kind of like what I was hoping for with the show was you know things would stem from previous episodes that we could bring up again, and it's everything's working out great. And you know what, you guys, the fans, are paying attention and you're listening and you 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 give us feedback and you acknowledge it and it just it's it's awesome. So one of the running jokes is every time BWK opens his Zenvia ginger ale, um, I usually call him out. And at at this point in the show, it's a natural reaction. I hear a can crack and automatically I just go, Zenvia! And it's perfect. Um, I, <laughs> what I originally wanted to do was I wanted to make a Zenvia supercut and try to edit them all together. But the the clip is so short and it's such... It, it, it's near impossible to find it in every episode. Um, however, I did find the first opening of a Zenvia. So I wanted to uh, include that because at this point, it's a cornerstone or a staple into the show. So um, here is the first ever um, debut of Zenvia Ginger Ale. Did this on my 16th birthday. 16 candles. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, Oh, very good. That's cool. Yeah, Um, that's a good one. That's a very sad movie too. uh, Here's the thing though. I can watch that movie when I'm in a good mood, and when it ends, I have this hopeful feeling. I can watch this movie when I'm a, when I'm in a bad mood, and it just makes me feel way more depressed. Hmm. Because they are inevitably doomed. <laughs> Sorry re- about that. <laughs> Thanks for cracking your ginger ale. <laughs> BWK drinking a Fago over here. <laughs> it's a, a Z- Zenvia? Oh, yeah, of course. I always drink things of like, names I can't pronounce. <laughs> And there it is. That's how Zenvia became a thing. Um, later on, he cr- he cracks it all the time. He brings Zenvia. He's got a little uh, upset tummy, BWK. He's got, uh, he's got a little tummy problems. So he brings a ginger ale to settle his stomach. You know, no big thing. He is a man, don't forget. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, so moving on, um, episode three, okay, board games. We had a fantastic little bit. I thought it was so – I had so much fun during the board game episode. Um, and <laughs> – BWK brought up this game that no one's ever heard of, and it just gets weirder from there. Uh, it was very funny. I had a lot of laughs. Listening, after listening to these clips when I was trying to edit them, like listening to the show uh, from past episodes, it really like it just makes me so happy because it's so funny. It's so much fun. Um, I, I can't be thankful enough to Dooley and BWK for doing the show with me. BWK almost didn't want to do it permanently. I think I brought that up a couple episodes ago. Uh, Dooley was always on board. Um, but, you know, it was it was moments like this where our chemistries really kind of hit. And, like, the show just became entertaining and it's evolved into what it is now. But uh, this is from episode three, um, the board game episode. This was uh, BWK telling us about a little game called Grave Danger. Should I do Daddy. My, Should I do my number four? Yeah, let's get into it. I guess. Okay, my number four is a lot like Don't Wake Daddy. It's not Don't Wake Daddy, thank God, but um, <laughs> it's called Grave Danger. <laughs> I've never even heard of this game. I don't Fake think, game. Yeah. I don't think anyone asked because I looked at the top 150 board games of all time you know, trying <laughs> to find uh, you know inspiration for this, and gr- I couldn't find Grave Danger anywhere on the list. There's one uh, person selling it on Amazon for like eight bucks too. So <laughs> did you buy it? No, but I should. Don't you think? Like, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it did a very good business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if anybody remembers Grave Danger, <laughs> email us. 
Was this I a game like your one of your relatives made for you in like their wood shop? <laughs> it was like their first project, and it was really just a shitty puzzle. Well, let me <laughs> let me explain it because I think you guys are gonna think it's cool. So, um, it's this. It's a the board game is um, it's a the a path through the through a graveyard, right? And uh, there are all these like tombstones, and you can land on spots where you're like basically standing over where somebody has been buried. Jesus. And when <laughs> and there's one person that has like the dial of doom. And they can twist it at any time while you're moving around the board. And if you're on one of the spots, a zombie might actually pop out and throw you off the board. What? Yeah, it was really cool. It had like these like mechanics, like mechanical like things inside of it that um, when you when you turn the dial of doom, it, like don't wake daddy. Eventually, it would um, <laughs> make the zombies like spring, like, it up. spring out of the bottom. That sounds like a rule. I know. Yeah, I w- think I think this podcast is going to launch the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> reprise of Grave Danger. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it it was really really cool. Um, it, as I remember, as a kid, when we first got it, we like picked it up from like some toy store or whatever, and we were we were dri- we were driving home, and uh, there were these like Jehovah Witnesses out <laughs> at our door when we were walking <laughs> the house. Me, and my mom, and my brothers, and uh, they saw that we had this game, and they were like. What uh, what are you teaching your children about like the afterlife? Oh my God, jeez! Uh, uh, I just remember them like scolding. You're, te- you're teaching them to not <laughs> wake the dead every time you turn the dial. <laughs> the dial of doom. <laughs> but I I remember my mom having to be like, "What are you talking about? It's just a board game." And they were like, "This is the the devil's this work. is the devil's <laughs> board game that he plays on Saturday nights." So that might be why. Nobody knows it. Maybe it was like pulled off of shelves yeah. or something. Or Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> or or you bought it from some like magic toy shop that disappeared as soon as you left. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, yes, why don't you buy this game? I'm sure your kids but, will love it to death. But, uh, <laughs> it's, called, <laughs> it's called Grave Digger. <laughs> One thing uh, that I thought was kind of interesting about it when I was doing research on it is that the designer of the game is unaccredited. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, he now I'm afraid. He Anonymous. didn't want their name on this. That, no. You shouldn't play that game anymore. It's going to open Pandora's <laughs> box and, and it'll be cool on Earth. And there's no acknowledgement on the internet about it. And there's one man on Amazon <laughs> selling it for eight bucks. Right. Which is, which or is now. Offer. He's trying to give it away like Jumanji. Right. It's, it's, it's the new modernized version of the Magic Store where you buy it and then you get it and you try to find the seller and he's disappeared off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> You have to buy it on the dark net. Uh, can, can I read a little bit from the description of the game? Please. Sure. Is, okay. it, is it in Farsi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's written to, in a dead language. I had to translate it from Latin. but <laughs> uh, It says, Welcome to Grave Jan- Danger, the game that features gruesome graveyards packed with strange, well, weird things. <laughs> now that you're here. That is, weird is just an acronym uh, <laughs> or just a synonym for uh strange why would you stop yourself weird strange odd things <laughs> now that you're here the first thing i want to do the first thing you'll want to do is get out <laughs> oh you would have stopped right there I'm like, well <laughs> the I first thing you'll want to do is stop playing maybe warning, that's why you no bought this bought game <laughs> maybe that's why no one bought it <laughs> warning you bought this game <laughs> oh, that my friend is how you win and then it says, "It says what? Sin is the spinner of the welding path." Yo, this shit is fucked up. I, this is cursed. Okay, I'm gonna stop reading here. Is there like a Klaatu Veratu Niktu like verse in there? <laughs> like, I think you just unleashed the dead, and there's a graveyard down the street. So, if something happens, you you know what happened. If something happens, you know what happened. And just say like talk. parts included one board, one Necromicon. <laughs> Anyway, so grave danger. Uh, the, you might notice the board is made out of human flesh. 
in the pieces you move are teeth. You might notice some morbid, uh, I mean, normal things. No, that's fake hellfire. <laughs> and that voice you hear is your father. You woke him up. How dare you wake daddy? Uh, are we done calling on the devil yet? Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'll read any more from this. Oh, <laughs> Please God. don't, for the sake of humanity. <laughs> My number four is the game of life. <laughs> that game is hell incarnate. I guarantee you that that game should never be played again. And it's if it is, that is the opening of Pandora's box and yada, 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 end of the world. Okay, so moving on. Um, we're going to jump to, I think this was episode eight. Okay, episode eight was our dumb personal stories, and this really hit um, very well. Um, I thought it was a good time for us to introduce more of our own personal lives into the show, and this was a good way to do it. So the topic was dumb personal stories, and it was pretty much anything that was dumb that had happened to you in your life. It was just a way of, of us telling um, interesting stories about our own lives. But what I thought, but what I think it did really well was at that point, you kind of understood the uh, fans understood the show, and you know we needed to put more of ourselves out there for people to relate to, and it worked really well. And a lot of people wrote in with a lot of similar stories or times that they could relate, and that was awesome. And don't forget, you can write in too. You can send in a fan death. Uh, you can send it to uh, top five of death at gmail dot com. You can you know anything that you think is related to the story or related to the show in any way. Just send it over. We'll read it. We love it. Um, but this was from episode eight, Dumb Personal Stories. Uh, this was a story that Dooley told. And um, I think he won that week. I could be wrong. Uh, if I'm wrong, let me know. Send an email to top5ofdeath at gmail.com. But this was one of Dooley's personal stories from episode eight. Um, this one is when Dooley... Um, I don't want to ruin it with the, <laughs> with the title of it. So uh, I'm just going to let it play out. And this is uh, this is Dooley's story. So this one, I still get so just embarrassed. Okay, so this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. It's called Drowning Car. And what happened was I um, was dating this girl at the time, and she had gotten her wisdom teeth out or, or something. And I went to, like, go get her her prescription. So I took her car because I, I, I was, like, 17. I didn't have a car. Right. And um, I took her car, and it was, it was raining out. So I'm driving, and um, I noticed that there's this street that is, like, pretty much flooded out. It's, like, a giant, giant puddle. Okay. And my instinct was, like, I can't drive through that. That isn't good for the car. <laughs> Um, right. So I stop at it and I'm getting ready to back up, but there's a giant school bus behind me. What time and of I day look, is this? This is like a rainy Tuesday or something during the day. Like, yeah, it's like a it's like a you know like three. You okay. Know? Okay. So um, there's a giant school bus behind me, and I look, and the girl behind and the bus driver makes eye contact with me and says go and starts like motioning to like go forward. Okay, this it's seems like, go, like part go. of the excuse. <laughs> Well, so sure they did. I, you know, yeah. having no like world experience, you know, and like not really being any kind of oh driver so ever. On the edge of I was seat. like, and also no common sense, <laughs> right? Keep exactly, going. exactly. So, um, she's like, you know, go, just go, go. So I'm like, well, sh- she's an adult; she would know better than <laughs> oh, me yeah. that. She's going, Dooley, yeah. Dooley. <laughs> so, um, I go, 
and then what happens? The fucking engine seizes. Oh and my god. The car just stops in oh the middle of <laughs> what looked like a puddle, but it's apparently a fucking like river. Oh Jesus. My god. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So I start trying to, you know, turn the car on, but that's like only making things worse. And so I open up the door and oh no. water starts like coming into the <laughs> oh car. Oh my god. So so I'm freaking out. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I'm in panic mode. Oh my god. And then I'm the bus driver mode. is Drive behind it. me and starts honking at me. <laughs> and she's saying, Go, go and she's yelling at me. Oh. So I was get out of the car was it and Ms. I went Crabtree from South Park. I get out of the car and I say <laughs> You're I look at her dead in the eyes, I go, What the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> the car's fucking broken <laughs> And I start flipping her off. And I run up to the I run up to the bus and I punch the bus. Oh my god! <laughs> there's there's students in the in the bus, and she just fucking books it and just fucking drives right by me. Oh my, oh my god. god! And that was the punch in the that bus. That was the story. <laughs> so I was so funny. infuriated. I think of it now and it's like, I still. Oh, so I what was the fallout it. for having broke your girlfriend's uh, car? <sighs> Who knows, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> Happily married. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it was, an, I mean, ex-girlfriend. So you know. Oh. Obviously, didn't work out too well. <laughs> I don't think it was met with much excitement. <laughs> but oh that God. always sticks out in my mind. Ugh. Oh, Dooley, I am so sorry. It was the dumb, one of the dumbest things I've yeah. ever done. What was that t- story? A oh, drowning car. That was drowning car. The name of that one was, I called it Dually Bus Punch. So that's why I didn't want to title it at the beginning because I would have gave away the climactic ending to the story when Dually finally takes on Machine and uh, punches a bus, which is very funny. Uh, if you know Dually at all on a personal level, he, in the old phrase of uh, fight or flight, Dually is 100% flight. Uh, I'll give you a quick story about Dually. We were... <laughs> We were walking through the woods one time at night, us and some friends, like just down uh, a trail. The trail was kind of narrow, so we were walking kind of single file. I was in the back, and Dooley was at the front, uh, and behind him was our friend's girlfriend, and then our friend, and yada, yada, there were some people. So it was uh, pitch black. We're walking through the woods just for funsies because we're crazy kids, and we do crazy things. I picked up like a big log, and I'm in the back, so I just hurl the log in the air into the bushes, Dooley is telling a story. As soon as the log hits the ground through the bushes and makes like a rustling noise, Dooley stops talking, immediately makes a 180 turn and starts to sprint through everyone. He knocked the girl behind him over on his escape route from whatever was in the bushes. It was like George Costanza trying to get out of the apartment during the children's party because he thought the oven was on fire. It's exactly what it was. But so... To hear him get so angry to punch a bus is hilarious to me. Um, so that was uh, Dooley's punching a bus. Um, the next clip I'm going to play is um, another thing I wanted to become a running joke. And a lot of people wrote in and they said um, it has become a running joke in their lives. And this was from, I don't know the episode numbers. This was from Discontinued Foods. And this is um, us trying to figure out what sound uh, Cheetos Paws makes when you eat them. So... Uh, here, give a listen to uh, a clip from Discontinued Foods. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, what, what would the crunch sound like? Do you, do you remember? 
That's what would the crunch sound like? Yeah, yeah. All right, Matt, go ahead. All right, this is what the crunch would sound like if yeah. you ate uh, a Cheetos paws. It would sound like this. Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounded like. I was just really curious if I could get you both to do crunch sounds. <laughs> I guess I can't. <laughs> go ahead. What would oh no, 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 no! That was just to humiliate you guys. Well, if I was if I was at like a party, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's cool. No, I. Uh, I bought a new car, Crunch. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, these I are really good. Where did they get these Cheetos paws? I mean, this, this crunch. crunch. <laughs> I think that's why they were discontinued. <laughs> because of the way that they crunch. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> crunch. <laughs> you guys can't see, but Matt is loving I, uh, that joke that he's that he's doing. Oh, it's funny because I actually happen to have a bag of uh, Cheetos <laughs> oh, paws. Oh, can, I, right can I have one of those? Sure, here oh you go. Oh, my God. These haven't been out since 19... Crunch. Oh, good. I'm glad you didn't crunch. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, fine, right, I'll, fine, I'll try one. Go ahead. Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> did that sound Why okay? Why was it so much funnier <laughs> when you did it? <laughs> it's because I refused to do it for so long. I <laughs> hope I hope people start eating things like they're at a party <laughs> and they're like they have other friends that listen to the podcast that are like crunch. And they're like, oh, that was so funny. <laughs> oh god. Okay. All right. Moving on Cheeto. Right. from Cheeto. Crunch. Crunch. Oh, I'm sorry. I was eating Cheetos paws. Yes, I am that funny when I'm all by myself. Um, so that was that. Uh, that was funny. Also a very fun moment. Uh, a lot of people wrote in, like I said, saying, oh, you know, I had my friends listen to this episode uh, just for this one moment, and now anytime we eat anything crunchy, we make the joke, and that's wonderful. That's music to my ears. That's exactly what I was hoping for. Um, the next clip was um, someone I, I, I asked around, and one of the previous uh, hosts uh, requested this clip. I wasn't going to put it on here, but he said it, it could be his favorite moment of the show uh, entirely. So I was like, well, with such a strong statement, I am going to have to um, include it. And this clip is from uh, Worst Movies. I was We were trying to, uh, because the top five of death was supposed to be top five best and top five worst. And for the most part, we always do top five best. And I wanted to try to do a worst episode. So we did Worst Movies. And uh, it was okay. It was a little negative. Uh, not to say that we won't do worse in the future, but uh, I think top five best usually garners more conversation because everyone likes to chime in on something that they're happy about versus bashing something. Um, so it was a lot of fun. But with that being said, I hate uh, Revenge of the Sith, episode three, be- for one sole reason. Um, Hayden Christensen. I hate his performance. He ruined that movie. And I, shame on him for being such a pathetic baby. But this is the clip of me talking about Hayden Christensen uh, from uh, Top 5 Worst Movies. Attack of the Clones. Okay. So when the third one came out, I was like, maybe this one will be even better than the other two. Yeah. Nope. It wasn't. It was fucking terrible because of freaking Hayden mis- Christensen. Yeah. Hayden Christensen. What a... What a bastard. Where, where is he? Has he even been in a movie <laughs> since? It really did wreck his career. He was in some movie about... Um, life as a House? Uh, yeah, he, he was, was in, in Life as a House. He was. That's right. I saw that. That wasn't bad. But you know what? You know what character he played in that? A whiny teenager. Yeah. You know what isn't a whiny teenager? The dude who... Event- oh, I don't want to ruin... Oh, fucking... I don't care. The oh, dude who be- Star Wars. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the dude who becomes Darth Vader. To, to, so Darth Vader is this ominous, powerful badass in episodes four through six and to see his origin story that he was a whiny little b- 
baby beforehand is like, come on. Wow. Yeah, that's bad. That's dumb. It really that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in a movie called Shattered Glass that um, is really, really good. Is it? Let me do a, a, a some dialogue. I okay. mean, a monologue from Shattered Glass. Thanks. I can't believe you broke the glass. <laughs> There's so much glass everywhere. <laughs> Who shattered the glass? It has nothing to do with glass breaking. <laughs> I killed him. I slaughtered all the glass. He and sucks. Then, <laughs> and then, at, and at the very end of the movie, he's like. Yeah, I wish he just had <laughs> that voice the entire time. <laughs> Good. Oh God, what a fucking! Oh, I almost it's just, okay. Mm, you're I'm all so right. angry. You're all right. You're okay. Yeah, you're we're here. We're in a safe place. place. Matt, angry. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. So my number two is uh, Revenge of the Sith, and well, I, it's more. It's my my number three is Hayden Christensen. So <laughs> <laughs> my uh my number two is in, I'm not gonna get nearly as riled up when I talk about this movie, but it's bad. Uh, it's Norbit with <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Of course, it's bad. That's everyone knows that's bad. <laughs> Norbit won an Academy Award for what? Being the worst movie. I hate him. He's such a son of a bitch. Oh, that's Hayden Christensen. I hate him. Oh, I'm, I'm by myself and I'm getting angry just thinking about him in that movie. I'm gonna move on. Uh, the next clip we're gonna play is um. Also from episode eight, dumb personal stories. There were so many good stories in that. I could have easily just put that episode back up as 25, and I don't think anyone would be upset. I wouldn't be upset because that's how good the episode is. If, you, if, you, if you're new to the show and you're looking to a jumping on point, um, any episode from this clip show are great. All the other ones are also great. There's not to say that there aren't great moments in every episode, um, but these these are just ones that have uh, just you know stuck out in our heads and other people's heads. So, um, but this is the show. If you like it, if you like what you're hearing, go listen to the other episodes. Listen to new ones. Subscribe. Give us a review on iTunes. That would be great. Uh, five stars only, because uh, anything less is un, uh, uncalled for, and we don't need it. So thanks for nothing. But uh, if that if BWK was here, he would yell at me for saying that. But he's not, so he can go straight to hell. Um, the next, oh yeah, so this is from episode eight as well. This is, um, I'm not going to tell you what the story is because the clip is the story. So this was one of BWK's stories from uh, episode eight. Uh, my number two is titled, The Time My Computer Was Controlling My Neighbor's Thoughts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I used to live on in, at the end of this street and they just like built all these houses and this guy, this my neighbor who was like thirty years old, he was apparently like mentally unstable, and from where his house was, he could see into into my window, and he saw me on my computer one day, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I guess something. Was, uh, I'm really gonna kind of cut this short because it's it's very long, but what it, it's kind of like a horror movie. So basically, <laughs> what happened was one day my mom went to go pick up my brother, my older brother from like football practice. And me and my twin brother were in our house. Yeah. Right. And this guy saw me on the computer and he thought that I was controlling him. So he came over to stop me, to stop me. And he knocked on the door and he, uh, we opened the door and we're like, hello, can we help you? And he's like, get off your computer. Stop controlling my thoughts with your computer. Oh my God. And he like just like ran into the house and he was trying to, I was, I I wrote this down. I was 12. Jesus. That's terrifying. So uh, he started to try to break my computer because he, he, so he was like, you know, picking up the monitor and like pushing over the tower and stuff and trying to like break it. And he was like, you're you're controlling me. You're controlling me. Um, And he was like freaking out. And he like threatened to kill uh, kill me and my brother and stuff. He did, and, yeah, he did. And then his sister came and she grabbed him, 
and she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's doing a detox on his medicine. So they're switching his medicine. He's, you know, he's supposed to be like locked up in the house. I'm sorry he got out. Sounds like, are you sure it was his sister and not the CIA agent, CIA agent that was controlling his thoughts? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so I was like, okay. ooh, plot twist. So I was like, okay, that's really, that's really weird, whatever. Um, and then we, we're like, okay, so that's it then. That's the end of that story, right? Right. But it's not. So about an hour, uh, not an hour, like 20 minutes passes and he's back. And this time he's kicking the back door, the, the glass, like, you know, the, what's that thing called? Sliding, sliding glass, sliding door. Yeah. glass door. Yeah. He's trying to smash through the sliding glass door <sighs> oh to get to God. the computer. And he's screaming and screaming. Oh, I forgot to mention, he was wearing a, a rug. <laughs> he had gotten out of the shower and he was soaking wet. It's soap in his hair. And he had a rug wrapped around his waist. <laughs> Like he had taken it from the bathtub or whatever, and he was kicking the door trying to get it, break it down, and then he went around to the front door, which was unlocked, and he came straight in, and he was like yelling at us, and he was like, I'm going to kill you guys, and whatever, turn off the computer. And so we're like, oh my God, we'll turn off the computer. So, <laughs> so we tur- I turned off the computer, his sister comes back, and, and he's like smashing himself in the face with his hand, and he's like, I'm so stupid, I'm so stupid. And then uh, he... And then he was, like, punching the wall, trying to, like, break a hole in the wall. His sister ended up getting him out of the house again. Okay, story's over, right? I would hope so. It's not. Okay. So uh, You must be traumatized at this point. Oh, my God. We're terrified. Are you still home alone? Yeah. Just me and my twin brother. So uh, Did you call your parents or anything? No. It was, like, before, like, people had cell phones. Yeah. That's Uh, fucked up. Yeah. So then I – so he comes back, right? He comes back, and he's carrying a TV, and he starts trying to smash the windows in the basement with the TV. Jesus. And me and my brother. Why can't she keep him in the house? Yeah. I don't know. So me and my brother are like screaming. And we're like, we're going to call the police and da, 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 whatever. My brother ended up like stabbing him in the hand with a <laughs> screwdriver because he got his <laughs> hand in through the window. Wow. That's so funny. I know. Doesn't it seem like a horror movie? Yeah, I'm terrified. Yeah. So then, so then he, he ends up like throwing the TV. He's broke the window with the TV. And then he like r- runs down the street. And my mom pulls up, and we're like, "Mom, mom, mom, mom! Oh my God, you're not gonna believe this or whatever." And while we're out explaining to my mom what happened, oh, he he had a baseball bat later, and he smashed every window of every windshield on the street. And uh, so we we're telling my mom what's happening, right? And we can hear these horrible blood curdling screams coming from the end of the street. So we're like, "Oh my God, what the hell?" Kevin, my twin brother, just starts running down the street towards wow. the screams, right? Like wow, a, like a maniac. like a hero, a hero, yeah. And uh, and then I ran and to his I'm, house and got his I'm, sister. Okay. And then I I follow, I met up with my brother down at the end of the street, and uh, he what had happened was there were these kids that were camping out in their backyard, like really young kids camping out in their backyard. Yeah. And they were sleeping in a camper. He had taken his shirt off, set it on fire in their campfire, Jesus. and threw it on top of the canvas camper, and the camper was on fire. Oh my I god. I am not I am not making this up. Wow. And the kids were inside and they were too scared to leave because the guy was outside. My brother, the hero, opened the door to the camper and got all the kids out of it. <laughs> I know it's, it's This is a movie I right know, now. I can't believe this actually happened to me. And then uh uh his sister got him the guy was standing in the fire pit like burning his legs and stuff. And what the uh, hell medicines was this guy on? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, they were towing all PM. <laughs> but then uh <laughs> <laughs> it was on Flintstones chewable vitamins. <laughs> but then uh so they ended up calling the police and he like took off into the woods and then they found him and anyway, he was committed to like an asylum after that and he was locked up for like the next year. 
and uh, his parents came and like explained that he had this like condition that made him like schizophrenic basically yeah. and he like snapped and he's in the asylum. I don't know where he is today because we moved since then but H- had you like seen him around before then? Yeah, but he was always like normal, like he was just like a neighbor. He never you know you don't like really pay attention to your neighbors sometimes, sure, you know? Sure. It's a sad truth, but it it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the whole story. Oh, my brother geez. was in the paper for it. Just my brother, mind you. Oh boy. <laughs> that, how is that not one, your number one? One boy. I know my number one actually kind of pales in comparison, but Jeez. one boy <laughs> saves the day, and the other, and he has no twin brother. <laughs> and there's no mention of his twin brother. Local boy stabs nut. But <laughs> <laughs> screwdriver. Yeah. So anyway, I know that was really long, and I'm sorry, but I love telling that story. I'll tell the more detailed version another day. Yeah. Hooray. I want to hear about that all night. I left out Only a ton ex- of details. Extended director's cut. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one is called Missing Cat. <laughs> I could not believe that story when I heard it. It's it's so crazy. It's so over the top that you would think it was fake. But BWK is not the type of person that would make up or embellish a story, really. He, he, he would feel too guilty about telling a fib. So uh, I just believe anything that he says, regardless uh, of how crazy it sounds. Um, moving on. So it's a top five of death. Okay. There are a lot of, you know, there's a death every show. Uh, there was one on this show, even though it was a repeat death, it was still a death. Um, so there was, this is a two part clip. Okay. And I had to include this because it was so much fun for me. Um, episode five was top five movies. Okay. And if anyone listens to the show, everyone knows that Dooley's favorite movie is Back to the Future. Dooley made a terrible, terrible mistake when he was talking about Back to the Future. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to play the clip, and then we'll pick it up from there. So here is a clip, uh, a clip from Dooley talking about a specific part of uh, Back to the Future. Castaway is incredible. Talking volleyball, the movie. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just love... let Let me say this real quick. Back to the Future, right? Yep. You you hear of the plot. He mm-hmm. goes back in time, and his mom falls in love with him and really wants to get with him. And it's okay when you watch it. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, like it doesn't have this like perverted incestual kind of vibe. Even though his mom is in love with him, it's so innocent. What would you do in that situation? If my mom was <laughs> Leah Thompson, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to no, finish no, that no. sentence. Let, let him finish it. Let's say I was Marty McFly, <laughs> and my mom was hot smoke in 1950s Leah Thompson. I'd give her a roll in the hay. Oh, <laughs> oh God. You heard it here first, folks. I'd take her for a ride. <laughs> you know what's funny is I want to make a joke, but I can't because I know your mom listens to the show. <laughs> yeah, please. Let's leave this. Let's just let Ooh, this be. We'll this is going little... in a horrible direction. Oh, my That's God. Right. Did you forget that your mom listens to the show when you said that? Why would you bring that up? I didn't what? bring up anything. You brought it up, Matt. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> that wasn't me. Um, oh. But, oh. Uh, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, she's so innocent and he... Who, your mom or Leah Thompson? <laughs> no, we're not talking about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is not brought up. Okay. Leah Thompson. What's your number one, Matt? <laughs> no, no, no. Finish what you're saying. I'm blushing right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to reel up. <laughs> is complex over here. <laughs> All right. But do you, would you guys agree? Do you know what I'm trying to say? No, I would not have sex with my own mother. <laughs> 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 
It's a great movie. It was a way of saying Leah Thompson is fucking hot, everybody. <laughs> Leah Thompson. Oh my God, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is going to be the best oh, episode ever. Can we please move on? All right, all right, all right, all right, right. So I think everybody knows that you wouldn't have sex with your right. mom. Or <laughs> 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 if they don't like you. God. Oh God. <laughs> we just tarnished stoolies <laughs> entire life. Okay. All right, let's let's just let's just bring it in. We're so close. Oh, I don't think I'll ever recover. This is definitely gonna be the longest episode. But okay, that's fine because it's a, it's a number five. Um so my number one movie, my favorite movie of all time, as it stands right now, after what my last one was, is The Dark Knight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> really, really good. I don't. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The Dark Knight's a great movie. That's a great choice. What are you silent for, Dewey? I'm still trying to just get over what happened to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the Dark. If he thought I was gonna let that go for half a second, I don't care how long it took me to win the ne- my next episode. If it was ten episodes away, I was writing this death regardless. As soon as this sh- this episode ended, I had this death in my head. So um, I'm going to play for you the death of um, the next, no, not the next episode, two episodes later uh, when I won um, regarding Dooley in his, in what he said regarding Back to the Future and his mother. So this is the following death. Here it is. We'll, we'll say, well, now we're on to Dooley's death because he missed the... It's, it's, I know it's going to be so mean. <laughs> I can feel it. You look, you look so satisfied with yourself. <laughs> it's not. It's all right. Well, why don't we just go into it? And you can reserve your judgment for afterwards. So okay. this is how Dooley dies. And don't forget, these are pulled from uh, the last bit since Dooley missed the per, uh, last week's. This is from uh, episode five. Should top, we fill top. the listeners in on any of the bits? Anything um, that happened in that episode? Well, no, they should. They should to? be listening to them anyway, right? Yeah, you'll uh, just just I'll, kidding, listeners. I love you. You can listen to whatever episodes you want. <laughs> Wow, BWK with the authority. Yeah. All right, so this is uh, this is how Dooley died. Okay. <clears throat> During a nice, quiet Sunday dinner, Dooley, his brother, mother, and father were just discussing how on the latest podcast Dooley was on oh, for, no. for his top five movies, he picked Back to the Future, but didn't specify <sighs> which one of the trilogies was his favorite. Isn't that cheating, essentially, to pick three movies for one pick? <laughs> his brother asked. But before he could answer, the door flew open. Hello, father. This thing said to Dooley. This human-looking being had a very strong resemblance to Dooley, except his mouth was on his forehead, his nose was mounted on his chin, and his limbs were backwards. His rights were, rights were where his left should be, and vice versa. What the hell? <laughs> Who are you? asked Dooley. Come again, said the monster, <laughs> now, now walking towards him with his arms chicken winged at Dooley because that's where his ears were. <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> I said, who are you? Oh, right. You don't know this, but in two years, you will get the opportunity to live out your favorite movie in real life and go back in time, said the beast. Cool, said Dooley. <laughs> it gets better, the beast continues. Oh, no. During your experience, you are faced with the same exact storyline from the movies, <laughs> except you made one alteration. <laughs> During the scene, Michael J. Fox passes on the advances of his own mother, but you did not. Oh, no. I hate this. You had sex with your mother, and nine (laughs) months later, she gave birth to me, the the genetically altered, due to incest, brother slash son you've always wanted. He's so (laughs) well-spoken. Everyone everyone is in shock and look to Mother Dooley. 
Who wants more pasta leone, a traditional Puerto Rican plantain <laughs> and beef lasagna dish? I hate this so fucking much. Dooley's dad quietly stands up and walks out of the room. This is insane. I would never have sex with my own mother, Dooley stresses. Dooley's mom begins to cry and runs out of the room. Mom, I mean, oh, geez. You offended mom. Why would you say that with her in the room? You are such an inconsiderate jerk, Dooley's brother says and vacates the room. All of a sudden, Dooley's dad runs back into the room in a complete rage with a gun. You slept with my wife, he screams, <laughs> and puts a bullet in Dooley's perverted brain. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you die. Oh. Yikes. Sorry, buddy. It feels so good to hear that again. That was awesome. I stuck it to him so good, and he hated it, and I loved it, and everyone laughed. And it was wonderful. Uh, but, you know, kudos to do You know what? That's another thing, too. This show wouldn't work uh, if, you know, if everyone on the show wasn't so um, lighthearted and cool and willing to make fun of themselves and being, you know, really awesome about that. So, um, you know, thanks to Dooley. Thanks to BWK. Thanks to anyone who's been on the show. Um, also, thanks to any guest hosts we've had. So this next clip comes from uh, a more recent episode, which was top five questions to ask a stranger. So what we did during this episode, and this was a bit of a uh, uh, logistical, technical experiment, was we had each host bring in a guest that we thought the other two hosts didn't know. So during our top five list of top five questions to ask a stranger, we could actually ask a, technically a stranger. So with that being said, there are going to be a lot of voices on this next uh, clip in not to be discouraged or... I don't know why you would be discouraged. I That's the wrong word. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Um, not to be confused. That's what's happening. So this was from top five questions to ask a stranger. Uh, this was one of the questions that I asked. Um, and his, it was a big hit. A lot of people thought it was fun. I loved it. I had a great time asking this question. Uh, you'll see why. And um, so this is a clip from that episode. Top five questions to ask a stranger. I might, might, There's at least 20 pictures of me on the Facebook. So. But, uh, all right, so this is my um, number four question for the two ladies. And it's, you know what, this is the only question where it works out better that you are females. All right, so we are going to play Kill, Mary Fuck with the three hosts <laughs> of the top five of death. That's right. So, Ashley, why don't, why don't oh we ask you first? So, between me, Dooley, and BWK, who would you kill, who would you marry, and who would you fuck? <laughs> That's right. Oh, dear God. That's right. There, there's, there is no right or wrong answer to this question, mind you. Oh, trust me, there is a right answer. <laughs> That's right. So without further ado, I will just let you answer that question. Well, Go right ahead. Uh, no offense to any girlfriend. No, no, one, no, one, no one will be offended by anything. Oh, good. Um, I would kill Dooley. Yeah. I would fuck Matt. Yeah. And I would marry Brian. I would also. That's actually... <laughs> Honestly, that w- if if I played the game, that'd be my pick as well. <laughs> so, so, so good one. I ha- I hate being really awkward and saying the same exact thing, but that's totally what I was gonna go for. for oh one. hell yeah! I'm Dooley's ge- kind of. <laughs> Dooley just took the mic from his girl- no from his guest. no. This is great. Next question. I guess I I guess I'm real married. My roommate's girlfriend. I feel like I would have been murdered in my sleep if I didn't kill you. Right, first. right, right. Um, I have a masculine happy trail under this shirt, everybody. <laughs> 
And what I'm learning is that Julie, I'm actually going to die. I'm really uh, I'm marriage material, huh? Right. Yeah, you're married. Yeah. And you know My what? girlfriend's here. Just t- tell him. Tell him. Tell him. It's good. It's good, right? <laughs> right. No, I will. Uh, yeah, du- Dooley's girlfriend is in the room, but so that might have swayed any questions, but I highly doubt it. Right. No. Hey, but you know what? You're going to die, Dooley. Well, okay. well, 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 thank you, ladies. That's a nice boost of confidence after last episode's uh, <laughs> crippling story about how no one would even kiss me in middle school, but apparently now everyone will bang me, so I'll take what I can get, and that's my uh, number four. So moving on, number three, uh, BWK. I mean, how do you top that, right? How do you do it? Okay, uh, my number three is <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I came out big on that one. That was a that was a fun time for me. Uh, the there were no ramifications for me. Oh hey, you know what I forgot to mention? Actually, I'm not even gonna mention it. I'll wait till next episode uh, with the uh, guys to bring it up. But um, yeah, moving on. Uh, this is a uh, this is another and the last. Uh, st- clip from episode eight dumb personal stories the episode was so good that i just wanted to include one uh from each host so this is my story uh, this so i don't need to explain it anymore i've talked about the episode twice this is my story from episode eight dumb personal stories me number three yeah. yeah all right so on my number three list of whatever this topic is <laughs> uh this story is called uh this is the time i was the number one suspect in a kidnapping. (laughs) (laughs) I know that title does not sound like a true story, but believe me, it is. Oh my God, get into it. Explain yourself (laughs) immediately. I will try to be as succinct as possible for the sake of time. So this is what happened. All right. No interrupting. I'm going to blast through this. All right. I just started uh, dating my girlfriend at the time. Um, We were going to go over her house because her parents weren't home and my friends hadn't met her yet and her sister was there and she was single and they're going to meet some of my friends, yada, yada. Um, I get a call on my cell phone and I didn't have the best reception or something. What I thought I heard was, there's a guy at my house looking for his dog. I said, oh, that's weird. I'm now in super, you know, aggro protective mode. There's a guy at my girlfriend's house. We got to go, you know, so we go over there and I'm like, my friend's like, why is there a guy at your girlfriend's house? I go, I don't know. He's looking for his dog. I get there. He's not looking for his dog. I misunderstood my girlfriend at the time. He's looking for his daughter. Oh. So this is what happens. So now, once that happens, and I can, and the guy is at her house. Wait, who called you? Your girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. And um, the guy's at her house, and I can tell that like, he is in full-fledged fucking panic mode. So then I just scale back. I'm like, all right, this guy is obviously upset. Um, you know, I feel bad for him. Did you find out that it was his daughter? Immediately, right? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So then he's like, okay. so that's what happened. He's looking for his daughter. Yeah. So this is this is a white knuckle thrill ride already. <laughs> it's insane. So this is it's what happened. So then he goes. I walk in. He goes. Are you Matt? I go. Yep. And um. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing my long sleeve Cannibal Corpse T-shirt with naked uh, female corpses with very detailed <laughs> zombie vaginas and boobs all over. Oh it. god. Yeah, well, I mean, they, of course. Right. It's what anatomy. else would I be wearing? It's, it's autonomically correct. Right. So he goes. Are you Matt? I go. Yep. He goes. Do you live on 8th Ave? I go, yeah. And he goes, do you know this person? I don't remember the fucking girl's name. I Thank can't. God. I know. <laughs> anyway, so I go, uh, no, I don't. He goes, are you sure? I go, yeah. He goes, well, let me tell you something. She's been missing for over 24 hours, and you're you're the prime suspect. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, um, I don't know how or why. I'm like, but uh, I 
And I was being I very kidnapped nice. people yeah, in months. Right. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, sir, but I, I don't have anything to do with it. And this is, this is how he determined it was me. Okay. Well, he goes, I talked to her friends, and she was talking to uh, a guy named Matt online. I go, okay. He goes, do you talk to, do you use AOL Instant Messenger? I say, uh, yeah. He goes, what's your screen name? And here's another great part. My screen name at the time oh, no. was <laughs> Demon Seed 666. Okay. Oh, my God. How metal. I, well, I'm metal as fuck back yeah. in the day. All right. <laughs> cool, man. So, oh, my God, Matt. So now I'm like, great. This is even worse. I look like the most degenerative piece of shit ever. Um, so I tell him that. And he goes, and he like, writes it down in a notebook. And I go, uh, all right. So he tells me that. He goes, well, I talked to her friends, and she, uh, they told me that she was talking to a Matt online, online who uh, lives on 8th Ave. I go, Okay. He goes, well, I went to 8th Ave. There's probably 10 mats that live on 8th Ave. No, <laughs> oh. I'm the only one. Good grief. Because he literally went to 8th Ave and went door to door to door to door, knocking on doors, looking for a mat, to asking door. for a mat. And he was at another door. And then and he there was a door, door, followed by a door, yeah. and then the another door, door, and then side door. doors, right. front doors, so screen doors. doors. And then he went and saw the doors to play their last concert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happened? Anyway, so he does that. He gets to my neighbor's house, the kids across the street, who is actually also uh, brother of the other kid who I kicked the metal into the road with. Gets to this kid's house All and goes, full circle. hey, does, uh, knocks on the door. Does Matt live here? No, he lives across the street. Oh, so then, according to my friend, the guy waited outside of my house for like two hours, walked around my house looking in the windows and everything, like looking for his daughter. Um, no one was home. I was at my girlfriend's house. Well, I was actually at my friend's house, going to my girlfriend's house. He goes and knocks on my neighbor's door again. He's not home. Do you know where he is? Oh, he's probably at his girlfriend's house. Listen to how crazy this is. He asked, uh, he asked my neighbor, do you know where she lives? The kid says... No, but I know how to get there. I'll take you there. He gets in this guy's what? car. Yeah. My neighbor gets in this guy's car, directs him to my girlfriend's house at yep. the time, and then like points to where she lives, and then he drives him back, thank God, and like drops him off and then goes back to my girlfriend's house. That's how he found out where she lived, and that's how he got there. Yeah. I need to know how this pans out. Right. So this is what happens. So then, so then I, I tell him, so he explains that to me, and I go, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know where you're your daughter is. Had you been talking to a girl online? No, I don't know these people at all. Yeah. I have nothing to do you with never, them. You never met his daughter? No. Is I she have, dead? No. I, I'll, I'll wrap it all up in a next okay, bow right, in a second. Right. So then... Thank God she's not dead. <laughs> so then he's like, he informs me. He goes, well, he goes, no, I can't prove it right now. He's like, but all signs point to you. The police know your name, and I'm going to be watching you. And I'm like, They uh, know the name Matt. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, then, so then I'm like, all right. Um, and like, I'm sorry, sir. I apologize again. He's like, well, he's like, I hope you're telling the truth because like, he's like, you'll be doing 25 to life and all this stuff. I'm, like, I'm pretty like nervous at this point because I don't know what the hell's going on. Right. Why would you not he think that you're not in trouble? So then he leaves. Okay. He leaves. He's gone. I'm like, this is weird. I just started dating this girl for two months, and now somebody's accusing me of kidnapping their daughter. In yeah. Front of her. Yeah. That's not good. So she's a little freaked out. Either way, the night goes on. We hang out. We start, you know, it's about 1.30 in the morning. We're watching a movie. The like, party's kind of died down. 1.30 in the morning, the door flies open. Oh, no. The guy's back, and he is, like, enraged. The door flies open. You hear that, my daughter? Where the hell's my daughter? He's screaming. We all jump up. We're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Freaking freaking out. I'm like, I don't have your daughter. I'm like, now I'm getting pissed because now yeah. I'm just, like, tired, and I'm angry. This guy's just... More or less breaking and entering, screaming at me. Where is she? He's like, like walking around, like lifting shit up. I'm Being like, Mel Gibson about it. Yeah, he's going total Mel Gibson on the whole thing. He's like looking under cu couch cushions for his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she's the remote. <laughs> I know where she is. <laughs> this always happens. Um, 
So then he's screaming, this thing's going on. I go, you know what? Forget this. I'm like, I'm going to call the police. I go in the other room. I call the police. The guy asks me my name. He goes, I tell him what's going on. He goes, oh, he goes, yeah, we know about it. He goes, are you Matt? I go, yeah. He goes, well, he thinks that you have something to do with his daughter being missing. And we as the police have not yeah. yet investigated you. <laughs> so I go, and he goes, he goes, why does he think that? And I tell him, because he went door to door on 8th Ave, and I'm the only Matt he came across. The cop, there's silence for about a second, and then the cop just starts dying laughing. He's laughing on the phone. I'm like, this isn't funny. I'm like, can you get him out of my girlfriend's house? He's like, yeah, we'll send a cruiser by. <laughs> so I go back out. I'm like, the cops are on their way, and they said that blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, he starts screaming and like hooting and hollering and just walks out and leaves. I never hear of it again. Wow. And it just so you ends don't know there. if she's dead or not? No. Ironically enough, my friends, a friend of a friend is neighbors with that family, and this girl runs away all the time. And it was one of the times she ran away. They found her walking down the street the, the following day. That's it. Oh my, oh my God. God. But according, you to the poor po- guy. according to the police, in that, you know, uh, 48 hours, I was the number one suspect in a kidnapping. Wow. wow. That's awesome. That is so dumb. It is stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I don't know. Maybe she maybe she was maybe she sucked. Maybe she was shitty. I just remember that her na- maybe she maybe <laughs> she deserved to get kidnapped, who knows? I just remember that her name was very kidnappable. Whatever the name was. It was like something Tanya. <laughs> no, it was like Jessica. It was like a three name name, it was like Mary Lou Horatio <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> a name that you would read in the paper. Yes, exactly. But anyway, that's my number three and I'm sorry that took a long time. No, no that's okay. Beautiful. My- Can you believe that? Can you believe me, sweet little old me, was the prime suspect in a kidnapping for a short period of time. I can't explain it. It always goes over well when I tell the story, but it's it's insane. It's as insane as every other story from that episode, and it's as entertaining. Um, moving on to the next clip. This one, um, I had a lot of fun with this next episode uh, because it's something that I'm actually really interested in, and that's conspiracy theories. Um I didn't know uh, BWK is interested in it to a degree, and so is uh, Dooley. But um, a lot of you guys are, were really interested in the episode, too. And I thought that was really cool. And the episode did very well. And a lot of people bring it up all the time. It's always a uh, topic of you know discussion because conspiracy theories, with some of them, you can just talk forever. Uh, but this was one conspiracy that I uh, was somewhat familiar with, but I did, did not know as much detail as was provided uh, by the uh, gumshoe known as BWK because he brought hard evidence to prove his claim. So uh, without uh, any more uh, jibber-jabber, this is a clip from, I don't know what episode it is, but it was Top 5 Conspiracy Theories. Aliens? True. Go ahead. All right, all right number two. Uh, it's funny that you brought this up. Another coincidence on this show. Um, my number two is is Princess Diana was murdered Aww. to hide the truth behind shape-shifting alien reptiles. What the fuck? <laughs> Why did you pull all your information from the Weekly World News? <laughs> I'm like, everything you say, I'm like, I'm with you halfway. <laughs> and then you just like, it's like, all right, ready, everybody? Okay, the government created Bigfoot <laughs> to produce fur coats. <laughs> okay, wait, you guys—that's a good one. <laughs> you guys aren't on my side right now, but let me show you the proof. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is alien reptiles. It's a rendering. <laughs> it's a rendering, but that's what <laughs> I gotta see this. I can't wait. That's what the alien reptiles look like. Sca- I haven't looked at it yet. I'm going to look a picture. at it I'm right gonna now. De- I'm going to describe the picture. It's three people. They've got flat heads, flat noses. They resemble Voldemort in some way. 
Uh, they're very scaly. They look green. Um, in the color version, they're, they're also a little pink, too. <laughs> These are shitty Godzillas. <laughs> they look like mini Godzilla humans, and those are the shape-shifting and alien like reptiles. it's a shitty drawing. Yeah, it's a rendering. <laughs> it's a rendering. But I do have another picture I want to share with you in just a second. I just want to also point out that these are also known as reptoids. <laughs> putting it out there. Oh, okay. Or reptards. Come on. <laughs> Be sensitive to our okay, so, brothers. So the first the first bulletin that I put on this story about Princess Diana being murdered to cover the truth um, is that uh, shape-shifting alien reptiles, they exist. <laughs> okay? Reptiles. Uh, that is the first evidence <laughs> that this is true. <laughs> uh, and, and you guys saw the rendering, so you know. Um, so, okay. <laughs> this is where we, I'm going to lose you. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Poor princes die. <laughs> I know. Okay. So apparently they in the wind. <laughs> apparently they require the periodic ingestion of human blood to maintain their human appearance. Oh. <laughs> um there's a couple uh shape shifting alien reptile families are the Bush family. Mm-hmm. Obviously. The British royal family, which I'll get back to in a second. And can um, I guess the third one? Yeah. Um the um Ronald, Mc- Ronald McDonald. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. If it's someone famous, they're a shape-shifting alien <laughs> reptile. <laughs> wow. Carrot Top's a shape-shifting <laughs> reptile? Paula Poundstone? Holy crap. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell? So, uh, Princess Diana learned this, that her family was the... Br- uh, her British fa- family? Well, oh, my oh, God. Man. <laughs> 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 my girlfriend walked in the room and... Your girlfriend's a shape-shifter. <laughs> Holy shit, you're a reptoid. <laughs> We're le- she just came in on us just talking about the most bizarre, like, horror story stuff and scared the shit out of us. BMUK legit does a... <laughs> BMUK. And then scared the shit out of me. I was fine because I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm literally, like, shaking right Why now. Why are you so afraid? <laughs> Are you afraid the reptile is going to hear this and I'm take you away? I'm revealing the truth, and then like I see this figure standing beside me. Oh, my God. Okay, please. anyway, Princess Listen, Di- my girlfriend's very pretty and yeah. is not scary. I know, but she you got to admit, she's, she's kind of reptilian. <laughs> and, and Listen, okay. she has a couple scales, but that's just from a disease. But that's just eczema. Right. Let's, let's bring it back. Okay, Margaret Thatcher is also one of them. That's the other, <laughs> the other <laughs> big one. <laughs> okay, so... um. Anyway, so basically any important um, person. I can't believe you got so scared. I was so scared. Okay, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think anymore. Okay, let me just show you this picture from uh, Princess Diana's funeral, okay? I don't This is see going this. to prove the existence <laughs> of shape-shifting alien reptiles. This is a picture, <laughs> and I put that little notation on there that says exposed. <laughs> There's a man standing behind another man, and he has a flat face, a round head, and he is a shape-shifting alien. How do I know this is even a real picture? He attended the (laughs) funeral of Princess Diana. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. I don't like Mondays. This guy right here? Oh, come on. I know who that is. He, they look like Voldemort, don't they? No, that's uh, that's a red skull. This isn't a rep. This isn't a rep. Uh, <laughs> shape-shifting reptile. It's a comic book villain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. It's so not even a real picture. So let's take a. Uh, you also I have to point out you printed that on literally the world's worst printer. <laughs> I know. It's would, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was this done on like a laser it, jet? <laughs> it was a laser jet. It really was. Okay. Uh, let's take a let's take a hard vote. Yep. What do you think? Shape-shifting alien reptiles murdered of Princess Diana. Of course not. Okay. You know, at first I was going to disagree with you, but after seeing these pictures, <laughs> <to> prove, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm holding in my hand two pictures that I I can't say they aren't real pictures. So <laughs> I'm gonna have you know what I'm. Just, just to please my soon-to-be reptoid uh, overlords, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to also agree. This That's is, right. So when you're this in is slave camp, this is indisputably true. <laughs> indisputably true. <laughs> no argument there. No, Definitely of, the truth. Of course, it's not real. Two out of three hosts say it's true. <laughs> okay. And that's enough. Go ahead, Dilly. Okay. Yeah, real hard-hitting stuff. I know. Believe it. It's all true. Everything from the episode we said is uh, has been proven to be a fact. Um, so the last clip I'm going to play uh, for you is um, it was just requested. It got brought up in some conversation, and a couple of people asked about it. Um, but from I forget what episode it was. There's a guest host on this clip. Uh, it was Casey. Uh, we had him on for one show. It was top five things that scared you as a kid. It was during our little Halloween run in October, and I told the ghost story at the end of the show. And it was, it's the only verbal ghost story that I have ever been told that actually scared me. So if you haven't heard the story, you're in for a treat. If you have heard the story, try to remember it so you can tell other people the story because it's worth telling. Um, so this is just a fun little ghost story uh, that I was told and I'm telling to everyone who hears it. Um, I hope you're not easily afraid, afraid, easily frightened. And if you are, um, you should probably see a psychiatrist because you're too old to be scared. So here it is, a little fun ghost story. This is the Halloween season. This will be released in October. So let me tell you, let me share with you guys the only story that's ever actually put a chill down my spine. Uh, from like a storyteller's point of view of like around the campfire type of deal. Uh, for this story to work, and you need to know the character I'm talking about, um, this story was told to me by two uh, Korean girls that I was friends with oh from high school. Oh my god, I hate this already. <laughs> so, and in Korea, the girl from the ring, ring, the, the grudge, no, the grudge, right? They're the same. Oh, they're the same. Yeah, it's like it's like the boogeyman over there. Oh, so that's the character in play here. Okay, <laughs> and no, they they really are terrified oh of god. of that being over there. Um, Does it have a name? It's like a. a it's not like, a. Ga- isn't Juwon? No, it's it's some it's some name. I forget what it is. They told me what it was, but either you know, way, that's you know that's the character in play. So, this is the story that I was told. All right, <clears throat> so the story takes place um, during um, some like a, like lumberjacks, and they were cutting down trees in the forest. And this guy's job was to collect the branches that would fall from cutting the trees down. You've told me this story, and it's so fucking scary. <laughs> I won't ruin it. Keep right. going. <laughs> so, uh, and that was his job. It was to collect the fallen branches, and he was, uh, uh, his job was to go through them and, and take the good ones and put them in a sack and then bring them back to the milling building so they could be milled down so nothing would be wasted. Um, so he was, you know, on the job site, and they, they were all working, and he was going into the woods and finding branches that had already fallen because it would just save, you know, the company money, yada, yada. And he kept finding these, like, decent-sized branches. So he kept walking further and further into the woods. And he's like, he's like, you know, these are so great. You know, maybe I can, you know, if, if I make my quota, I can take a, a day off or something like that. So he keeps walking into the woods, and he keeps collecting more and more branches. He, d- he loses track of time, and he's far out into the woods now, and it's starting to get dark out. And he decides that he can't make it back to the site by the time darkness falls, so he better look for shelter. So he... Searches for se- shelter, 
he has like his emergency kit with him that he always has with him because that's part of the rules of working in the woods. You always have an emergency kit with you. So he's searching around. He finds a cabin. He walks up to the cabin. He knocks on the door. No one answers. There's no lights on. So he opens the door. You know, he says, hello, hello. You know, is anybody home? And no one's there. So he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to post up in here because, like I said before, that thing is big folklore over there. And, like, he's like, I don't, you know, I don't want anything to do with that thing. Should I come <laughs> around? So I'm just going to find shelter or whatever. So he lights his oil lamp and he puts down his, his sleeping bag and there's nothing in the cabin. It's just an empty cabin. So he's like, oh, okay. So he lays down. He lights the cabin like a, uh, lights the uh, lantern, like I said. And before he goes to turn the lantern out, he notices something. So he's like, hmm. So he gets back up and he brings the lantern over to the wall. And he notices that there's, uh, there's three pictures on the wall. So he's like, hmm. He's like, that's weird. So he walks up to the first uh, picture with the lantern and it's like a, a girl playing baseball and you know she's got a baseball hat on she's using like a batter stand she's got a bat and he looks at it and he's like oh whatever so he moves over to the next picture and it's a king and he's sitting on a throne and he's got a crown on and there's like a lot of jewels on the crown and everything like that and he's smiling and he's like huh whatever he goes over to the third picture and it's a picture of one of those things and it's like looking real fierce and like he, it scares him he drops the lantern the lantern goes out and he just runs back to his uh, sleeping ban- blanket and he pulls the cover over his head and he's just like he's freaking out he's like oh he's like you know he's in his own head at this point he's like you know i just want to make it through the night yada yada he finally falls asleep okay he wakes up the next day and he's like whoo whatever he's packing all his stuff up he puts his lantern back he rolls his sleeping bag up and he goes to walk out the door and he notices something's different so he goes back up to the pictures and he's looking at the first picture and the girl's still playing baseball. She's got the batter stance, the hat, everything's the same. Goes up to the second picture, and the king, same smile on his face. All the jewels are in the right place. And he goes up to the third picture, and it's a window. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And that's he, it. He didn't, yeah. That's it. <laughs> so hope. it wasn't a picture, it was a window. She was looking right in at him. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Did you not get it? No, that that was that sucked. Let <laughs> 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 be very, very fucking clear about that. Right. <laughs> that that fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, that was when I first heard that story. Yeah, I'm scared too. So don't feel bad. But that is the show. That is the clip show. I hope I did an okay job. If not, feel free to yell at me. Or point out something I did. I know I probably stammered and stuttered and said and and um a hundred million times. But it's it's hard to do a podcast by yourself. It really is. I'm sitting in a room by myself talking to no one. I have nothing to work with. Um, but that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, go to facebook.com slash top five of death. Um, we update our stuff there. The Email us at top five of death at gmail.com. I know I've said this almost every episode for about 18 episodes. The website. It's coming. I don't know how soon. It's practically done. It really is. I just, I screwed it up. I did something dumb and I I waited too long and now it's going to take a little bit longer. Anyway, that's the show. And obviously, 
25th episode. You know the tagline. So say it with me if you're at home. Smell you later.